How do you feel good in the morning? I just wake up and I hear all the different things you can do. Like what? Like, you get, you can think of different ideas what to do in the morning. And that makes you feel good. <gasps> that is incredible. And if you start to feel bad during the day, what do you do? Um, I just think about something that will make me happy. That is amazing. And you can eat while you're <laughs> doing this stuff, right? Because, you know, thinking, life happens. Thinking life, can, is, life keeps on. Feeling good in the morning is <laughs> about eating. Right. Yes. Yeah. This is a fun one for me. Yeah. How come? Well, the way this started is this was me. I was struggling in the mornings. I noticed my mind was sinking, just the thoughts of the day, and it just was kind of negative. It was weird. Um, it's almost like my brain was programmed to do that the minute I woke up. And I kept thinking, why every morning when I wake up, do I start here? Wow. So it would take me a while to recover. Sometimes not so long. Sometimes it would take me half a day. And what happened was it was a Sunday and I woke up that way and I had to go do something. And when I came back from, it was like I had to put my big girl pants on and go do it. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, I felt completely different. Nothing outside of me that my mind had been telling me where all the problems that I had had changed. So from going to the, it was a board meeting, going to the board meeting, I felt terrible. Getting home at the board meeting, I felt great. And I thought, this is crazy. Mm. This is all in my mind. And from that moment on, I said, that's it. This is going to change. And I developed a whole morning plan, a whole morning routine, which lasted throughout the day. And I do it at night as well and setting intentions for how the morning is going to go. And it's completely transformed my life. Um, wow. Yeah. Turned it all around completely. And I thought about our podcast and I thought every other difficulty I've had, I've gone to Sam just to ask him what he does. And this is what he comes up with. It's really that simple. This was a cool one for me too. Tell me. Um, and first I would like to acknowledge, I like the way you set up the next day. It's sort of, it's sort of a pre-programming. Yeah. Right, the last thing you experience when you go to bed, there's a chance that you will set yourself up for that in the morning, right? Right. Yeah, I like that. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, this, I thought he gives you this really cool thing that you can do right away. So you've already kind of beat me there to it because you you've created this thing for yourself in the morning, and I've been working on that for the past maybe thirty days or so as part of, I guess. New Year's intentions, right? Mm, okay. And uh, so I, I've been thinking about ways I get up in the morning and I, I have bad habits. I run to my phone. Oops. How crappy is that? That was one thing I took out. You know? Yes. I mean, if I run to my phone to check on Clash of the Clans who attacked me overnight <laughs> from Japan, okay, right? <laughs> but then there's always me then, well, I'm going to go to email. Ooh, that's a pain in the ass. Right. And uh, let's see what else I got over here. Next thing I'm on a news site. Right. And now my, my morning has started out all cranked up. Right. So these are the notes I made. And, and this, is, this is great. So you prompted him three times to give you the steps to make a good start. Right. He says, first, you get to see new things. Which I thought was really interesting language from a five-year-old. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So when he wakes up, he looks for something that's new and changed. Yeah. I love the room in the morning when you wake up and it's sort of dusky. It's dark in there. Yeah. You know, you see light start to creep in. And there's this real softness in just the way that the, the visual air is. Right. 
So that's cool. Then he says, you get to hear new things, which I also think about is, is it hearing and or listening? Right. So, so, um, so he's doing the hearing. So he's, he's touching his senses, senses. right? Mm-hmm. And then he says he contemplates happiness. Right. What makes me happy? Yeah. So I've, I've, I've looked around, checked on my surroundings, felt them, heard them. And Expe- I'm, all the while expecting good things, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Be, to be surprised and be good about it. Right. And then, bam, and I'm going to have happiness today. Right. May not finish that way. Who knows? But I got to tell you, it often, at least for me, the changes I've made, it does. I think so. You're 80% of the way there. It goes back to the neuroscience of things. Absolutely. I mean, there's, I get so excited about this. There's so many places we can go with this, but one story I do want to share about it is fascinating. Well, I think once you make a decision and you say yes, and you step in, the universe starts colluding to work for you towards Mm -hmm. that. Okay. And this can be good, bad, and different. But once you step in and say yes, and I stepped in full feet, I mean, both feet, like I'm going to make this happen. I'm not waking up this way anymore. And when I do, these are the things I'm going to do. So that very night, I sat down to read books to him. Um, I had already recorded this. I'd set up my new plan. I was ready to go. And we read Christopher Robin and Pooh Bear. Oh, yeah. Classic. Right? Right. And I get to the last page of what we're reading. And Piglet and Pooh are walking down towards the sunset. And Piglet looks at Pooh and he says, Pooh Bear, what do you say to yourself the very first thing when you wake up in the morning? Really? And Pooh, yeah. I mean, already I'm like, really? This is this is interesting. And Rod Serling is behind you. <laughs> exactly. And his, his black and white persona going, right? witness if you will. Right. Yeah. Pooh says, what am I going to have for breakfast? And he says, Piglet, what do you think to yourself the very first time, thing when you wake up in the morning? And he said... I just think, what exciting is going to happen today? Mm. And Pooh Bear, as an aside, says, well, it's pretty much the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I thought, even in my plan, which is working and it's great, but I've made it a little complicated. All I have to do is wake up like Piglet, which is exactly what Sam said. Yeah. You wake up and you think, wow, what exciting is going to happen today? Yeah. And now your brain starts to look for evidence of where you point it. And now I'm looking for exciting things that are going to happen today. Yeah, and it's sort of Pareto's law too. I think you're eighty percent of the way there, and yeah. and and the bulk of the bulk of what you is going to be good for you is in that top twenty percent. Right. So you you start out already in the upper tier, mm-hmm. and then you can take it the rest of the way home from there. Right, and it goes towards you know healthy habits. Even yeah. you know what's the framework we're going to set? Because I noticed that there was a pattern. It was one I didn't like. I was ready to change it. I need a framework. In fact, somebody asked me, well, where's the ease and flow in that? If you're really like getting into the moment, just going with the flow. I'm like, ease and flow is fine. And I've got a framework because ease and flow hasn't worked for me here over and over and over again. Well, if you get into, if you go and get into habit, uh, the dynamics of the habit, Mm -hmm. then what you were doing is changing your cue. Right. Well, to your point, I, first thing I did every morning, phone. Yeah. Took it out of my room and I put it on airplane mode. It doesn't even, it's not even in the same room with me anymore. Um, would you get like an old fashioned alarm clock? How are you, how are you waking up? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you did? You uh-huh. went, you went Absolutely. old school? Yeah. Actually I use a digital watch cause I don't want the big red numbers to tell me what right. time it is in the middle of the night, but I have a digital watch and it just, yeah, I set my alarm. Like, can you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> they I'm still gonna... exist. Well, cause I, you know, and I, th- I think part of the, I like that. And I got into this whole thing with, um, these sleep programs where you measure the amount of yep. sleep, you plan the amount of sleep you want yeah. and it wakes you up to this charming lilting 
very quiet music, which I, apparently I wake up when I hear it. Okay. And I just have to reach over and tap the stop button. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to keep that going and not go back to the phone. Hmm. So I'll have to think that through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I agree with what you're saying, though. I mean, if it's drastic, get the electronics out of the room. Yeah. Why not? There's nothing that needs that I need to know about. I found myself even waking up in the night if I'd wake up and I'd go over and turn on the timer, you know, just flip the switch of the screen to see the time. But if a text had come through, well, oh, 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 I need to see what that's about. Yeah. And then suddenly at 2 a.m. I'm checking emails or I'm on Facebook, for goodness sakes, you know, where who knows, had I not picked that up, I could have just gone right back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And the point is, it's it was just why not take it out of the room? I, all I need is an alarm. And it's interesting. It's been It's been great. There's been some desire for it at different times, that sort of itchy, um, want to look at it. But I think also to your point about the neuroscience of it all, if we're t- training our brains to do the same thing over and over again, that's what we're going to get. Yes. You know? Yeah. And when you connect to something that's powerful and has some sort of negative or unsecure impact on you, mm-hmm. you're going to crush it with cortisol, right? You're engaging right. your primitive brain. Right. And then you're uh, jacked up for up to 25 hours of that stuff in your body while you're trying to figure out what to do next. So what really can be solved between six and eight o'clock? Right. Right. Well, and for me, I knew it needed a big change. I felt so bad in the mornings, you know, um, and it was a, it was that important to me that whatever it took, I was a thousand percent in because it didn't matter. I wanted to feel better when I woke up. So to me, getting the phone out of the room is like nothing. Yeah, it's a good get. And I can tell. So this is our first, I think, morning recording session, and you're doing great. So <laughs> this obviously, these changes, folks, are really uh, are really making a difference on how she's showing up for these episodes, whether you like them or not. It's a much more charming environment over here on this side of the mic. So See, it's you. working. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, yeah. and I'll tell you, there's one other piece to it that I do that's fascinating. It's And I call it my evidence of success log. That's cool. Because it's pointing the brain. The brain is going to look where we sh- where we point it, where we shed light, right? And I want to tell it. So my evident, my success, my only measure of success during this period, and it was a two-week period I set up, was joy and laughter. How much joy and laughter can I bring to the room? And so I, in the morning and at night after I set my intentions, I write, where have I brought joy and laughter? It wasn't how much money did I bring in, what, you know, anything about what a great parent I was or anything like that. It was joy and laughter. Mm -hmm. And I hate to fail. So what did it do? It pointed me all day (laughs) to different areas where I could find joy and laughter. So now my brain is organized towards looking for opportunities to bring more lightness to the world. I gotcha. So I'm looking for opportunities throughout the day so that I'll have something to write down at night, you know. And so it, it just, that's all it. I think that's all it takes. Yeah. So what I'm hearing here is that you've changed the uh, currency for what keeping score tells you you're being successful. Right. We look to things like money. Right. As a as a money's and I've had a very smart and uh, a very smart friend have always said, you know, money's about keeping score. And so you know what is it what's the currency we're looking for to connect with us on a particular moment is it a sale is it a, is it money is it whatever right mm-hmm. um so you've chosen joy and laughter in that period right and you went and sought it right so you were wanting to be successful at joy and laughter you set yourself in that motion right 
And I find that to be really cool. And it was only for two weeks. There was something really important about picking a time frame that was short and doable and manageable because my brain was going to come in and be like, okay, Jordan Lutcher's all fine and well, but you got to pay the bills. Right. You know, you got there before I did, but I'm sure half the <laughs> listeners are going, yeah, that's really nice. However, right. I, I have a mortgage. But, yeah. and by the way, what's happened? Way more success on every level. See? It's not about, oh, I'm not going to bring in that. It's because I'm focusing on something positive. I'm keeping my mind up and expanded. Now all this abundance is flowing forth, and it's still only for two weeks. I can decide to renew or cancel my subscription at the right, end of right, two Exactly. Weeks. Yeah, you can shift currencies, right? Right. And yeah. so I constantly remind myself of that. It's just for two weeks. I've got enough money to pay my mortgage for two weeks. Do you know what I mean? Or whatever yeah, it is, to sign it up saying. and say... It's yeah. not permanent. Exactly. You, you get to choose what it is. I think the brain often tells us, oh, God, this is going to be forever. I've got to go on a diet and eat like this for the rest of my life. And it's like, no, no, two weeks we're doing this plan. Let's yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's our takeaway? More joy and laughter in the world. Well, yeah, that's, that's actually kind of cool. And it is. It's incredible. Incredibly powerful. Very transformational. And I think my takeaway in this is... You know, notice the areas that you consistently have difficulty with and set up a framework around it to succeed Mm -hmm. and do it before you get there. Because what was happening is in the mornings I wake up and I'm a deer in headlights and I can't do anything about it. So that's why I start in the night to start to set that up. So take inventory. Get serious. Yeah. Okay. And then if we, if we add some more functional things around that, things that I've heard so far, I love the journaling thing. People are going to roll their eyes at that. And at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be a Tolstoy version of your day. No. Just keep a little tiny notepad or, or pull up notes on your on your iMac or something or you, whatever note program you, of choice and type in a, even just keywords. Three lines. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. You know, I told this. I heard this joke. I saw my kid do this thing. I watched my dog roll around in the backyard, you know, in the dirt, and it made me laugh. Right. Whatever exactly. it is. Mm-hmm. And then that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. And celebrate those wins for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I think besides taking inventory, why not set up a little bit of a ending and starting? Set yourself up for the next day, the night before. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my my mom and dad, you know, they were married for uh, 54 years and wow. they had this rule that said you never go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. And I think that was more connected with between each other. Mm-hmm. However, I think I like it because it expands us up a little bit to say, don't go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. Go to bed setting up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, there was some wisdom in that. And I, I think it's time to reapply that. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's a takeaway, too. So journal. Set yourself up the next day, the day before, the day you're in for Mm -hmm. success and change your currency. Yeah. To whatever makes you feel good. All right. I'm good. I dig it. Hey, Catherine, where do they find us? We are at whatsherenowkid.com. Whatsherenowkid.com. It gets better every time you say it. I know, doesn't it? It's just, it's just cool. And I'm Joe Shum. I'm a success coach with Soul Patch Hippo. Be big, be cool, be hippo. And I'm Catherine Sable. I am a coach as well, and I inspire entrepreneurs to do epic shit. Yeah.